Good morning and welcome to Ignite Depot. My name's Apostle Milton Jones. So glad you took the time out to join us this morning. First and foremost, let us say Happy New Year's to you from Ignite Nation, from Pastor Joy and myself. We're so glad that you took the time out to join us this morning. Man, I thank God for the fact that we made it through 2022. We just give him glory. We give him honor. We give him praise because so many people went through last year with test trials and tribulations. And unfortunately, we have family members and friends who were not able to make it with us this year, but guess what? God placed you here for such a time as this, for such a place as this, for such a, a season as this, and I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so glad that to be here with you this morning in Jesus' name. Now, we're going to make our declaration. We're going to jump right into the Word of God in the name of Jesus. And it says this, in accordance with Isaiah 61, when we make this declaration, that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, to open up the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste, and they shall raise the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, and we thank you for this time. We thank you that this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and we will be exceedingly glad in it. Father, I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Father, we thank you that you brought us into this new day. We thank you that you brought us into this new year. We thank you that you brought us into this new season, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Father God, that our preaching and teaching will not be with enticing words of man's wisdom, but let it be a demonstration of Holy Spirit and power, that the faith of the people lie not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of the Most High God. Father, I decrease that you may increase. Let my tongue be the pen of a ready writer, writing the very oracles of your word on the tables of your people's heart, that their lives will be forever changed. Father, I thank you that they are washed by the washing of the word, Father God. I thank you that all fear, doubt, unbelief, sickness and disease, poverty and lack will be washed away, removed, the burden is removed and the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing that is in and upon your word. We give you all the glory, all the honor and praise for the miracle signs, wonders, and manifestations of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you manifest as you see fit. And it's in your son Christ Jesus' name we pray. Let us all say amen, amen again. Welcome, 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 and happy new year to you. Happy 2023. You know, it's funny. We got this equipment behind us and everything for a lot of people. They're going to be, they made a, a, a New Year's resolution that they're going to get in the gym, to get their swole on, to get big, to get fit and get in shape and everything. And man, that is going to be so pertinent to what it is that we're going to talk about today. Now, I told you in a, a couple weeks ago, as a watchman on the wall, what we do as a watchman on the wall, when the Lord speaks a word unto us from his mouth to our ears, our responsibility is to go out and, and announce it and sound the alarm to the people in accordance to Ezekiel 33 and 7. You know, it also says in Isaiah 46 and 10, it says how God declares the end from the very beginning and, and how, you know, when he, he, he actually declares that he declared me 
because he announces the end from the very beginning and how throughout the year of 2022, God was using this word. He says it was going to be a year of correction, direction, protection, and perfection and the reason why it was going to be is was going to have to be correction which means it's going to raise you up to a new standard of truth in order to point you in a different direction in the way that you should go which would ultimately be for your protection to keep you from all hurt harm and danger and ultimately will lead you to a place of perfection means you're whole and you're complete and you're lacking no good things so he says last year he says last year was going to be a year of correction direction and protection and perfection but this year this is going to be a year i've heard i've heard a word of the lord from a man of god he says this is the year of the blessing of the lord and i heard from another man of god and says this is going to be the year of of uh, ultimate returns and i heard from another man of god and he says the word of the lord for this year was going to be divine provisions divine protection and divine revelation but the word i have for you today is is it's going to be a year of completion. In other words, it's going to be a year that God, he, he completes in you that which he promised you from the very beginning. It's going to be a, a time and a season. And, and that's what the whole preparation around last year was all about, about the, the correction, the, the direction, the protection, and the perfection was to bring you to a season that he can bring you to a year of completion in accordance to uh numbers 23 and 19 he says this he says god is not a man that he should lie nor is he the son of man that he should repent if he said it shall he not do it if he spoke it shall he not make it good in other words god is not a man he he cannot lie it's not that he won't lie he cannot lie because the moment he speaks that word this is a year of completion this is a year of holiness remember the part of the word protection is wholeness and completion he's going to he's bringing you to a point a year of completion that was the whole reason why 2022 i like to if i was to give this message a title it, the title of this message was preparing for the new he's he was preparing us for the new in fact it says here in isaiah 42 and verse 9 he says behold the former things have come to pass and new things I declare before they spring forward, I'm going to tell you. God says before all old, old, old things, last year's tragedies, last year's ups and downs, last year's calamities, last year's roller coaster rides, one minute you up, the next minute you down, one minute you in, the next minute out. He says all those things have come to pass and new things I'm declaring unto you before they spring forth, I'm going to tell you. In fact, he goes on to say in Isaiah 43 and 18, he says, do not remember the former things. In other words, don't hold on to the former things, he says, nor consider the things of old. Don't even consider the things that you used to do it the way that you, how you did it in the past. He says, because, because I'm doing a new thing. God said, I'm doing a new thing. Say that with me. God's doing a new thing. God's doing a new thing in you. He's doing a new thing in me. He's doing a new thing in nations. He's doing new things in communities. He's doing new things in provinces. He's doing new things in your house. He says, I'm doing a new thing. He says, he says, now, now, right now, it shall 
spring forth. Man, in, in other words, it was one way, it was one way this at one moment. He says, but now, boom, it's going to spring forth. I'm bringing about something new. I'm, I'm having a new meaning. I have, a, I have a new way. I have a new strategy for you. I have new positions for you. He says, but before it happens, I'm going to tell you of it. He says, and if you have not have made the preparations for this new season, he says, get ready, get ready, get ready. He says, I got something new I'm going to do. He says, he says, now that shall spring forth, shall you not know it? He says, it will even, I will make, God says, I'm even going to make a way in the roads, in the wilderness, and I'm going to make rivers in the desert. He says, I'm going to take what is seemingly impossible situations, and I'm going to do a new thing in and through you for your good, but for God's glory. Can I get one amen out there? Now, you says, but how do you know he's going to do it with me? Well, he shared with me this week, and in, in, in according to Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 9, I'm reading out of the Amplified Version, which says, this do he says this for i will be leaning towards you and this is what he's going to be leaning towards you and towards me with with favor and regard for you rendering you fruitful multiplying you and establishing and ratifying my covenant with you and he says and you shall eat the up uh, eat the abundant old store of produce long kept he says and clear out the old to make room for the new say that with me i'm going to clear out the old in order to make room for the new see the thing about it, the thing about the things with god you cannot walk in the new still living in the old you cannot walk in the new still living in the old. It's just like it's, it's, it's like somebody who just freshly got born again. When you first got born again, if you kept trying to operate in your new nature the same way you did in your old nature, you would never progress in the new. In fact, I want to I want to speak a word to you. Don't park here. Don't park here. Don't park next to your failures. Don't park next to your successes. In fact, Paul said it best in, 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 in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, where he says this. He says, brother, I don't not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do. He says, I haven't arrived. I'm not perfect. I'm still growing in this thing. He said, but there's one thing I I have come to pull to a point in my life that that I'm perfecting this in my life. I'm forgetting those things which are behind and I'm reaching forth unto those things which are before. He says, I'm no longer trying to hold on to yesterday. I'm not trying to hold on to yesterday's victories. I'm not trying to hold on to yesterday's successes. I'm not laboring in yesterday's failures where I've come up short and what my life was before I came to Jesus. He says, I'm going to press. He says, I'm going to forget the old and I'm going to reach for the new. Come on, do that with me. I'm going to forget the old. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, old. And then I'm going to reach. I'm actively reaching for the new. He says, I'm going to press. See, just like that weights back there. I'm going to press. 
I'm going to press towards the goal uh, for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He says, he says, I'm going to forget about what I used to do. I'm going to forget about the things I used to say. I'm going to forget about the way that I used to live. He says, and I'm going to forget about those things. I'm going to press ahead. He says, I'm going to press. He says, because I know as I'm pressing, I might get some resistance. He says, because I'm, I used to swim with the stream. He says, but now that I'm a believer, now that I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ, now that I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God, I'm swimming upstream and I'm swimming upstream against the world system or against the kingdom of darkness system. When you're operating according to the kingdom of God, you are going against the grain of what society has been teaching people for years on end. And I'm here to tell you right now, but when you operate according to the kingdom of God, you will win every time. He, Paul says this, he says, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. I'm going to reach forward to those things which are before. I'm going to press. I'm going to press towards the goal because there's a prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He says, therefore, he says, as many as, as us who are mature have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even it to you. He says, the mindset you have to have, you have to have a mindset of forgiveness. You are actively forgetting your failures. You're forgetting your, your, your old successes. You're not holding on to living in the good old days because whenever there's some good old days, there were some not so good old days in that time too. And the reason why God is telling us all this upfront, because he says, in order for you to walk in the new, you got to let go of the old. He says, because I cannot put new wine in old wine skin. He says, I cannot place my new in you if you're still holding on to the old. He goes on to say this in Mark chapter 2, verse 21. He says this out of the New King James Version. He says, no one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. He says, or else the new piece pulls away from the old and and the terror is made worse. He says, and no one puts new wine into old wine skins. Why? Or else the new wine bursts the old wine skin and the wine is spilled and the wine skins are ruined, but new wine must go and be put into new wine skins. Say, I'm new wine skin. Come on, say it with me. I'm new wine skin. I've let go of the old. I've pressed into the new. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Lord, fill me with the new wine. Come on, say that with me. Lord, fill me with your new wine. See, when we Today's got there's a great outpouring of Holy Spirit is going to take place. There's a great manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit is going to take place. I'm not talking about just people who are in the pulpit. I'm not talking about people who just have the title apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Our goal is like a coach. A coach does what? He trains the players so the players can go out and play the game. And as an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, According to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, he says, Jesus says, I gave some apostles or prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For what purpose? Verse 12 says, for the perfecting of the saints, to, to mature the saints, to do the work of the ministry, to go out, to edify or build up the body of Christ. Say, God has prepared me for 
the new. Say that with me. God has prepared me for the new. Because you got to understand, it has always been God's desire for you and I to prosper. It's always been his desire. In fact, he was so committed to us living a life of abundance, living a life in uh, prosperity, living a life of wholeness and completeness, living a life of victory and overcoming. He sent his son Jesus to restore life back to us. And according to John chapter 10, verse 10, it says the thief only comes but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, but I have come that they might have life. Not just that you might have life, not just some broken up tore from the the floor of life. He says, but I came that you might have life in abundance to the full until it overflows. He also says in 3 John chapter 1 verse 2 where it says, he says, beloved, I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as or to the same extent in which your soul, which is your mind, your will, and emotions are prospering. So you will grow, you will prosper, you will increase, you will walk in the new, you will you will reach all the full prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus to the point in which your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, your feeling, your choosing thinker is renewed. Are you listening to me? Glory be to God. See, the thing about it is, the thing about it, what God is, see, when you call God will answer. When you call, God will answer. And how do you know this? Well, in accordance to chapter, Psalms chapter 34 and verse 4, it says this, according to the Amplified, he says, I sought or and I inquired or prayed of the Lord and required him of necessity and on the authority of his word. And he heard me and he delivered me out of all my fears. And what happened? I had a situation that was going on and I called upon the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me out of all my fears. He goes on to say in Psalms 34 and verse number six, he says, the poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his trouble. How many of his troubles did he save him out of? All of them. How many of his fears did he deliver him out of? All of them. Guess how did he do it? It says in Psalms 107 in verse 20, how will God deliver you out of your situation? How will God deliver you out of your circumstance? How is God bringing about this new in your life? How is God preparing us for this new? How's, how's this going to be a year of completion? He says this. He says, I sent forth my word. He says this in Psalms 107 verse 20. He said, I sent forth my word and he healed them and it rescued them from the pit and destruction. So God will send his word, just like he's doing right now. He will send his word and he will heal or make whole. And he says, and at the same time, it will rescue you and it will deliver you from the pit and from destruction. Glory be to God. God is an on time God. This is desire for you to prosper, to be in health, even as into the sin in which your soul is prospering. See, God is not one who begins a work on you and then forgets about it. Now, in Philippians 1 and 6, says this, uh, how God is faithful to, to who begin a work, and not only will he begin the work, but he is faithful com to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So he's always going to be working to bring to perfection you until the day 
of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to give you an example of, you said, man, you said a whole lot to me this morning, and you told me all the things that God has been doing with me, even through last year. See, even when you was going through last year, and you was going, it seemed like you was going through test trials and tribulations and everything, and it seems like everything was trying to press against you, but you kept swimming. Uh, you kept swimming anyway, and you kept walking anyway, and you kept running anyway, and you kept pressing anyway, and you kept lifting anyway, even when it seemed like it was impossible, you didn't cave in, give up, and quit. And guess what God was doing? He says, he says, yo, yay, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. Why? Because God, you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Father God, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He says, and he says, not only that, he says, but in accordance to Psalms 91, he says, he says, I've given my angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways, to bury you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against the strong. He says, a thousand will fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. He says, but no harm will come near you. He says, only with your eyes will you behold and you will see the reward of the wicked. See, last year, there were people who were praying. They was praying to God and they were saying, God, deliver me out of this situation. God, deliver me out of this circumstance. God, I need you to help me right now. God, I need you to keep me right now. God, I need you to sustain me right now. And see, it, 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 see to show how faithful God is, you're not the first people who have, who's ever done that and had to get an answer from the Lord. And all the way back in the book of Exodus, the children of Israel, they, and, and I'm in Exodus chapter three, verse four, and was talking about how, how God had, had called Moses and, and what he said, God said, called to Moses who was in the midst of the bush. And God said, Moses, Moses, Moses says, here am I. Then he says, draw near to me in this place. Take off your sandals for the place you're standing on is holy ground. And this is what God said unto Moses. He said this, he says this, he said, I am the God of your fathers, of God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He says, and, and Moses, he hid his face with God because he's like, man, I am not supposed to be looking on God. And this is what he said. He, God said this, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard, and heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good land, a large land, a land that flows with milk and honey. God saying this, he says, I have heard the cries of my people and I have seen the oppression that they've gone through. And he's saying the same thing with you. He says, I have heard your cries. I've seen your oppression. I've seen the things that's been going on on your job. I've seen the things that's been going on in your house. I've seen the things that's been going on in your government. I've seen the things that's been going on in your marriage. I've seen the things that's been going on in your relationships. He said, I have seen and I've heard these things. Now I'm going to come to deliver you out of the hands of whatever situations and circumstances that you're facing. Now, in Psalms 91, that word deliver, and the first time it says he will deliver you because you have called upon his name, he will deliver you. That means he will pull you out of that situation. But another part, another place where it says the same word deliver in the same chapter, in the same uh, 
chapter says, and you will call upon him, he will answer you, and he will deliver you. That word deliver means that he will equip you to be able to stand. He will equip you to be able to stand. You say, well, why would God do that? Because he's telling the same thing he told Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians, I believe it is in chapter 12, where it says this. He says, Paul was being buffeted by the adversary. And messengers of Satan was buffeting Paul and coming against him because he was all this great revelation. And Paul called unto the Lord three times, Lord, deliver me out of this situation. And the Lord says his grace his grace, his dunamis power, his miracle working power is more than sufficient for you, Paul. And that's the same thing he's saying to you and the same thing he's saying to me and the same thing he's saying to the whole entire body of Christ. My grace, my miracle working power that's on you, that's in you is more than enough, more than sufficient to be able to deliver you, cause you to gain victory in that situation and circumstance. But if he needs to deliver you, he will send someone to do it. Just like he said to Moses. He said, Moses, he says, I'm going to go, I'm going to come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them out into a land, a good land, a large land that's flowing with milk and honey. And he says, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jesuitites. He says, now therefore, Behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. So God has, has heard your cry. He's seen your oppressions, and he, this is what he said. He says, now Moses, come now. Therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Whoa, 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 whoa. God, I thought you said you was going to come down and you was going to deliver. God said, I am. He says, I'm going to put my super on his natural to that makes it supernatural, and I'm going to use him to deliver you out of your situation. Now, 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 now. I know that messes up a lot of people's religion because they're thinking God's going to get off the throne and he's going to do something that's going Going to, he's going to do some kind of trick and bam, it's going, it's going to turn it around. No, what God will do is God will, will choose a man or choose a woman or somebody either whether the person's in the body of Christ, out of the body of Christ, and he will, he will get them to do something on your behalf that will be for your good that will either deliver you out of that situation or equip you to be able to stand. Now, just like now, He's giving me the word. I'm speaking the word. Guess what this word is going to do? It's going to equip you to be able to stand because you know God's grace is sufficient. God's supernatural power is more than enough for you to overcome any situation or circumstance. But if that's not the case, God will also get use the words that he's given me to speak out of my mouth to bring about deliverance to tell you exactly what you need to do. Now, what did God do? God heard their prayer. God answered their prayer. He just didn't do it in the way that we he, they thought he would. And that sometimes that's what trips up so many people is God will hear your prayer. He's answered your prayer. But when he does it, he did not do it in a manner to which you expected him to. And in fact, when he said this to Moses, Moses was like, whoa, hold up, bro. He says, and he's, then God said to Moses, and he says this, he says, indeed, when I come to the, Moses said it back, this back to God, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, thy God 
of your fathers has sent me to you, and they will say unto me, what is his name? And what shall I say to them? God said this to Moses, and God is saying this to you and I this morning. He says, I am who I am. He said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you to me. And what is this? Whatever God saying is, God saying this, he said this, he says, I am, I am a healer. I'm your deliverer. I am your protection. I am your, your provider. I am your shield and exceeding great reward. I am your health. I am your sustainer. I am your nourisher. I am your lawyer. I'm your doctor. I'm your counselor. In other words, I am that I am. I am whatever you need me to be, when you need me to be it, as long as you need me to be it, if you will just receive it in the name of Jesus. And the same thing he said to them, it's the same thing he said to you and I, I am that I am. I am who I am, says the Lord. Now, this is what he also told Moses, go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up out of this affliction. That's a word for somebody today. God is bringing you out of this affliction. What is affliction? Persecutions, tests, trials, tribulations, situation and circumstances. He says, I'm going to bring you up out of that situation. He says, to the land of Canaan to a, to, and, and the Hittites and the Camorites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites, he says, a land that flows with milk and honey. It seems like you've been in a drought, but God says, I'm bringing you out. Did y'all hear that? It seems like you've been in a drought, but God says, I'm bringing you out. Now, the interesting thing about that is like we already said, even though God said he's gonna bring you out, he, when he says he's gonna bring you out, he's not gonna bring you out in secret. He says, there's going to be a performance. God says this, there's going to be a performance. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this word to you. Remember we talked about this before. When it comes to the things of God, when it comes to the things of God, you gotta, hear the word you have to receive the word you have to believe the word then you begin to say the word and then you operate like the word is true now they have already heard the word moses heard the word he believed the word he received the word he spoke the word and he's operating like it's already true how do you know because when he went to the elders and he spoke to the people he spoke to them with thus says the Lord. And then what happened? When he spoke, God told Moses, he says, and when you speak to them, this is what's going to happen. He says, and when he spoke to them, they will heed your voice and you shall come and, and you and the elders and the kings go, will go to the uh, king of Egypt and you shall say to him, talking about Pharaoh, the Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us and now please let us go three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I am sure, God said, I'm sure the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even by a mighty hand. So God says, I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all kind of wonders, which I would do in, in its midst. And after that, 
he will let you go. And God said, in other words, he says, I'm going to do all kind of son, all, all kind of things that he can't even explain. He can't excuse away. And God says, I'm going to do the same thing with you to bring you into that season of year completion. He says, I've been bring, I've done it all through the year 2022 in this year of preparation for your new. He says, I've done signs and I've done miracles and I've done wonders in your life. And I brought you out and I've done things that you could have never explained how I was able to bring you out. He says, but when I speak a word unto you, you have to be prepared to receive it. You got to believe it. You got to talk like it. And then you got to act like it's already so. And God says, and when I bring you out, when I brought you out of that old into your new, because you're pressing, you're pressing towards that mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, because you've made a decision to let go of yesterday. He says, I'm not even going to bring you out empty handed. He says, he says, you, 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 you seem like you had nothing while you was in there. He says, but when I bring you out of that situation, everybody's going to be talking about it. Remember how it says in Psalms 23, he says, God has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemy. He's he has anointed your head with oil, your cup running over in the name of Jesus. He says this in, in Exodus chapter 3 and 21. He says this, he says, and I will give this people favor. Remember we talked about that already. Favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be when you go that you shall not go out empty handed. He says, But every woman shall ask of her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver and of gold and clothing, and you shall put them on your sons and on your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. He says, He's He's saying this, he says, he says, you will go out. He says, what he says in Psalms 105, he says, I brought them out with silver and gold, and there was not one sick or feeble among them. And God says, and when I'm bringing you out, he says, I'm not going to bring you out empty-handed. I'm going to bring you out with silver and with gold, and you're not coming out empty-handed. You're not going to come out busted, disgusted, like you can't be trusted. He says, I'm bringing you out. He says, but you have to make sure you understand I've already prepared you for the new and the way that you walk in the new is you got to let go of what's behind you got to say goodbye to yesterday you say goodbye to 2022 in order for you to walk in this new season of 2023 in the name of Jesus. Now you heard what the word says. You believe what the word says. You receive what the word says. Now you're talking. God is bringing me in to the new. God has, had, this is my year of completion. This is the year of the blessing of the Lord that makes a man rich. This is the year of maximum return. This is a year of divine revelation, divine provisions, and divine glory to God. Hallelujah. He divine resources. God has made a way for you and for me. He's, he's been bringing, he's prepared us for the new so that we can step into our year of completion. He, he's begun the work in us and he is faithful to complete that work. But there's some, one last thing we have to be willing to do. Remember we said, you got to hear the word. You got to receive the word. You got to believe the word. You got to speak the word. And even though God has said all those things to Moses, and even though God has said all these things to us, if we don't do this piece right here, 
None of the rest of it matters. This is the piece that brings it all together. Moses had to go. Even though he had heard everything that God said, even though God told him, this is what was going to happen, and this is why I'm going to send you, and this is what's going to happen when you go talk to the elders and to the king, and this is how he's going to respond, and I'm going to do these miracles and wonders and signs that he can't explain away. He said, and even though I said I'm going to bring you into a good land, I'm going to bring you into a, them into a land of milk and honey, Moses, if you don't go. None of it matters. So what happened? It says this, it says, and Moses, Moses actually went. It says in, in, in Exodus chapter four, Mo, so Moses went and he returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, please let me go and return to my brother who are in Egypt and see whether they are alive. And Jethro, his father-in-law, let him go. He says, go in peace. And then, and then see, when Moses made the decision to go, and then Moses starts to go, then what did God do? And God said to Aaron, Moses' brother, go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he went and met him on the mountain and kissed him. So Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him and all the signs which he had commanded him. Then Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel and Aaron spake all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses. Then he did the signs in the sight of the people. So the people believed and when they, and, and when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel and that he had looked on their afflictions, they bowed their heads and worshiped. Moses when he heard the word, he received the word, he believed the word, he spoke the word, and then he went and acted out on it. You have heard the word. If you receive the word, if you believe the word, you begin to say, God has prepared me for the new. You begin to say, this is my year of completion. You begin to say, this is the year that the blessing of the Lord will make me rich and add no sorrow with it. This is the year of the maximum return. This is the year of divine provisions, divine revelations in the name of Jesus. This is the year. And now that you said it, the next thing you need to do, you need to go. You need to go. Just like the gym. When you, it, many people make a resolution that they're going to go to the gym. They buy all the equipment and the whole nine yards. But if they don't make the decision and then go. Nothing in their situation, nothing in their life is going to change. God said, this is the confidence I have in him that he which begun a good work will complete it in me until the day of Jesus Christ. The work that God began in you years ago, the work that he was doing through you in 2022, God is faithful to complete it and bring you into, he's brought you to this year of completion and he's going to complete the work in you. And what did he do to send forth your deliverance and your healness, healing and your rescue? Psalms 107 says he sent forth his word and he healed them and he delivered them, he rescued them out of the pit and out of destruction because you called upon him and he answered you. 
you called upon the Lord and he answered you. And he says this also in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, healed, set free, and delivered. If you never, never made a decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or you made a decision to make him the head of your life, but man, you know you haven't been living right, there is no time like the present to get that thing right. And how does it start? With the word. Romans chapter 10, verse number eight says, the word is near you. It's in your heart, it's in your mouth. It's the word of faith which we preach, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That word saved, healed, set free, delivered, and made whole. He says, for with the, with the heart man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Pray this prayer with me. Start your new beginning. Start your year off right. Start in your new season. Uh, start in this year of completion. Start in this year of the blessing. Start in this year of maximum return. Start in this year of divine provision, divine revelation. Start in this year with this prayer. Say this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I do believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. I believe he was put in the grave, but now he's risen. He's alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. I turn from sin. I call, I, I call you Lord of my life right now. Fill me with your Holy Spirit right now. I receive your offer of forgiveness. I'm now born again. I'm now in right standing with God. I'm now a citizen of the kingdom of God. And I receive it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, man, if you pray that prayer for the very first time or you pray that prayer rededicating your life, we want to welcome you back into the right position. You welcome you back into the right relationship and welcome you into the kingdom of God. Well, what do you do now? Man, you got to get in a, a good Bible-based church that teaches you about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but also teaches you about the kingdom of God and the love of God. Man, Jesus did not come to establish a religion. Jesus came to reestablish the kingdom of God. In fact, he said it in, in Matthew chapter 4, 13, he, he says this, he says, repent, change your mind, change your position, change your action, because the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, we know the word that uh, Ignite Depot is such a place that we'll teach you about the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. So join us here each week at 6 p.m. on Saturdays, each Saturday at 6 p.m. right here online. And we'll be more than one happy to share this word with you in a practical way that you can apply it to your everyday life. Now, if you if you miss a broadcast on Saturday, man, tune in on Thursday. You check us out on Thursday. Uh, we'll be rebroadcasting the same pod, uh, uh, live stream. And hey, we have a podcast called Ignite to Life Podcast. You want to subscribe, like it, join it, so you can hear this message and all the other messages that we've already preached in the past. Now, on behalf of Pastor Juin, the entire Night Nation, and myself, we want to wish you a happy New Year's. And remember, you have been prepared for the new, for this is your year of completion. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.